Hi, this is Robert Lee. And Sam. And welcome once again to Third Row from the Front. Today's movie is Episode 8. Excuse me, Star Wars Episode 8. The Last Jedi. This is the 8th movie in the Skywalker Saga. ninth movie overall, thanks to that Rogue One movie. <laughs> but anyway, um, this is the, the second entry in the new trilogy made by Disney. Without any involvement from George Lucas, so it's a completely new story, so to speak. Or is it? Anyway, so this one is after the last movie, which ended with Kylo Ren, played by Adam Driver, and Daisy Ridley's character, Ray facing off. Um, you know, as usual, the rebels are running away from the Empire. Well, <laughs> In this case, it's not the Empire, right? It's the First Order, but it's the Empire. Um, and, the, oh, yeah, so in the last movie, the movie ended with, spoiler alert, uh, Ray going to uh, find Luke Skywalker, who's been in hiding for, like, many, many years. He's living alone on this island. And the movie, the last movie ended with her, like, handing him his lightsaber, like, as saying, like, we need your help. So that's most most of this movie is about that. Her trying to get Luke Skywalker to come help them and the rebels trying to survive because the the I keep saying empire. The first order is on their like right on their uh heels, I guess. But anyway, we'll get more into the nitty-gritty. But Sam, what did you think of episode 8, The Last Jedi? I thought it was boring (laughs) um what after all i just said (laughs) i didn't hate it or anything i just thought it was really boring like especially in the beginning it's just like i don't care (laughs) i don't i don't know why we should even care that this story is happening um (laughs) what i loved about this movie was the fight scene with kylo ren and ray that was like the best part of the movie um, and it happens in the last like 30 minutes, I think. Yeah. And then the other really cool part of this movie is when um, Luke Skywalker is talking to Kylo Ren. That's also at the end of the movie, like their whole scene oh, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really cool scene, um, their fight scene or whatever. But other than that, there's nothing else that matters in this movie at all to me so the beginning was just really boring um and then what was really really boring was the whole thing with um finn and that girl what's her name uh i I forget the character's name but she's played by kelly oh rose 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 finn and rose they go to this rich town to like find um a code breaker guy to help them with something. And that whole scene was just so boring. Like, why do I care that they were like racing this thing around this, like animal around town? And I don't know. It was just really boring. Um, and I don't understand the whole point. Like, I don't understand what's supposed to be going on between, um, Ray and Finn because of the first movie and this movie, Finn's looking for Ray. He's constantly like, you know, where's Ray? Where's Ray? Is she okay? You know, got to get Ray. We got to make sure Ray's okay. And when she comes back, we don't want her to get in trouble. Like, this, you know, looking for Ray. And then 
Ray is asking about Finn, like, oh, like, is Finn okay? Or next, if you see Finn, you know, tell him this. Or so at first, you kind of think, like, do they like each other? Are they supposed to be romantic? Or is it just friends? And then this whole weird connection between Ray and Kylo Ren or Ben Solo, is that supposed to be a romantic connection? Or like, what is happening there? And then. They introduce Rose, who I guess likes Finn um, because she tries to kiss him later in the movie. And even he's surprised when it happens. So I'm like, what is going on here? Like, who's supposed to be into who? And like, I don't get what they were trying to do with these different (laughs) characters and how they connect. I just don't get it. Um, I just thought the entire movie was boring and pointless. And um, I don't really think if anyone who's like not into Star Wars, don't watch it. You're not going to care. There's really no point. Um, I say just watch the fight scenes because those were the coolest parts of the movie. Those were done really well. Or any scene with Kylo Ren, honestly, because Kylo Ren's really the best part of, of this movie to me. Like he's so intense. And I know we talked about that in the first um, this last Star Wars movie with him. Um, but you know, his acting, I feel like, really carries the scenes and really carries the movie. I really do like the way Finn acts as well. Sometimes I feel like he's too good for this movie um, because Finn really does. John Boyega. Yeah, yeah um, John Boyega, because he he plays like concerned and and um, like anxious. And I just feel like he's acting really well. And it's like, God, this movie just sucks, though. Like, man, I wish I wish it was just better for him. Um, not that anyone else was, you know, bad in their acting or anything, but I just feel like John Boyega and, 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 um, Adam Driver to me do really well acting wise in this movie. And you can just tell that I just feel like they're better than this movie. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, especially if you're a Star Wars fan, obviously you're going to watch this movie. You're going to want to watch it. You've already seen it by now. You've already seen it by now, (laughs) but I'm here to tell you if you're not a Star Wars fan, you do not need to see this movie. Yeah. Um, and I think it, we can't uh, review this movie without addressing that this movie was probably caused the most problems for like the whole series, even more so. I feel like than the prequels, people hated this movie. Like, and I, didn't I and, hate it though. No, I know, but the fans, most of the fans, which are a lot of people, are, a lot of them are toxic. <laughs> Let's just get that out of the way. <laughs> they hated this movie. Why? And they hated it because, and I can see why. I remember when I first saw it, I was like that. I was like, I didn't hate it because, oh, you have women and women of color. That's, that's the, some, there's some people that have those issues and they can go <laughs> fuck themselves for all I care. Excuse my language, but those people, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, care to acknowledge people like that who have, are racists and sexists. You know, I don't, I don't give a shit about them. But my problem with it is, um, my problem with it was right from the beginning and okay, let's just, let me, let me backtrack. This was directed by Ryan Johnson. Who's, who also went on to do knives out, which is a great movie. Oh, yeah. Um, he's done other things besides those, those movies, but his whole thing was, I'm going to basically turn the whole star Wars thing on its head. I'm going to do things a little differently than what you're used to, because basically he's like, why are you going to hire me to do a movie? If you don't, if you want it to just be another cu- uh, cookie cutter, Star Wars movie. So he started doing things a little differently. Um, from the very beginning, it's almost a little more jokey than mm-hmm. the other Star Wars movies. And that hit people 
wrong in, in the wrong way a lot for even me i was like what the hell are they doing the very beginning like literally two minutes into the movie um poe is poe dameron played by um oscar isaac he's a rebel pilot and he's he's basically he's he's uh, flown one of his um you know the x-wing or whatever they call it to one of these huge um star destroyers or whatever they call them the big ships from the 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 first order and he's like hello i want to speak to general hux or whatever and he's like this is general hux and it's that guy i forget his name he's one of the weasleys in Mm -hmm. harry potter uh he's like this is general hux and you're never going getting in here the rebel scum blah 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 you know he's going off on his little villain speech and then you hear it's like silent and then pose like uh, yes, I'm holding for General Hux. And then it just goes on from there. It's like this, supposed to be this comic moment. And it just, I remember when I first saw it, it was just like, this is weird. Like this, it it felt off right away. It didn't feel like a Star Wars movie because Star Wars movies have never been that comical, like right off the bat. You're first yeah. setting up everything and then you get to know what's going on. Maybe there's a joke here or there. But there's that, that's not the only moment. There's a few moments that are real jokey. I'm thinking of that one scene that you you were laughing at yesterday or day before. There's a scene where it looks like there's this ship that's like landing. You just see all this steam and sh- this black shiny oh, yeah. object coming down. And then it, the camera pulls out and it turns out it's like an iron that's like ironing the, suit. the rebel suits. And I'm like, that was weird. That was like a weird – it almost felt like we were watching Spaceballs all of a sudden. <laughs> like that's the kind of shot that was. Spaceballs being the parody movie of Star Wars by Mel Brooks. But um, so that rubbed people the wrong way already. They're like, what the hell are they doing? Like they're making these weird jokey moments, uh, kind of silly moments. That's one thing. Two, they made – and this, some of these complaints I, 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 I agree with and some I kind of like, well, they, they've done this before where almost every single thing that the rebels do in this movie fails. Everything they do is, is a failure. At the beginning, Poe's like, "We gotta take out this this thing, and or if not, you know, it's gonna this this can stop them, and we can like, um, basically, we can destroy one of these. I forgot what they call them. It's a big ship, uh, and he goes against uh, Leia's orders, and he he goes in and destroys it anyway, even though she said to come back. They destroy it. They think, oh, this is a vic- this is a victory for us, but it ends up costing them like more than half of their people." like the people that went out and attacked. So they have all these losses. And then besides that, they're still able to track them. So they're like right on their heels anyway. So it really wasn't a victory at all. It was, uh, what do they call it? A Pyrrhic victory. Anyway, so um, there's that. There's the whole thing, exactly what you said about that moment where they go to that like Monte Carlo planet where it's just all these rich people gambling and it's – they're there to get this code breaker so they can break into the 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 um, first order's computer system so they can uh, mess with their something or other their tracking systems. That whole thing, they end up getting nothing out of it. They get Benicio del Toro comes along. They find this like thief. He's like a oh, code yeah. hacker, but that whole plot it ends up being nothing. Like they 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 don't really win anything with getting that that guy because he then turns out to like turn it you know he reveals something to the first order that like dev it's like devastating to their plans um and then at the very end they're like 
reduced to like three ships, I think, of full of their people. So there's like nobody left of the rebels. So, um, but then again, I feel like this whole movie was about failure. Even um, Yoda at one point says like failure is the best teacher or something like that. Yoda comes out, by the way, spoiler alert. Um, and it's voiced by Frank Oz, the original Yoda. And it looks like a puppet Yoda too. Yeah. <laughs> which I was like happy to see. But, oh, the biggest joke that people pissed, got pissed off about. So the last movie ended with Ray standing there holding Luke Skywalker's lightsaber out to him and Luke's just looking at her. It's and, so dramatic. Yeah, it's this big dramatic scene and that's how it ends. It's like, oh no, what's going to happen? So then the next movie, that it kind of picks up on that scene and she's there holding it to him and finally Luke takes the lightsaber from her and he looks at it and you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's he going to say? And he tosses it over his shoulder like, like it's junk. And it's like, womp, womp. And then it goes on to the next, you know, she, he's like walks down the, the mountain or whatever or the hill and she's like following him but it's like this it was this weird again comic moment where it's like you think something dramatic's gonna happen and ryan johnson's like no nah, i don't like that i think i'm just gonna make it funny and he doesn't want any part of this you know part of the rebellion anymore he's he's over it. he's bitter um so that pissed off a lot of people because they're waiting for this epic moment and that's what they got again ryan johnson <laughs> trying to turn things around um and and this i think therein lies the problem with this series the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy whatever you think of it they were all planned out like long ago by george lucas he had a basic outline for what he was going to do whether or not he succeeded or not that's up to you um these movies they had no outline you can tell they didn't have an outline Mm -hmm. they were basically making it up as they went along so jj abrams made the first movie of this trilogy the force awakens and you could tell he set up all these questions and like like these threads hanging like who are ray's parents um you know who who who's uh snoke who's emperor snoke who is this guy where did he come from um you know all these little threads what's what's uh luke gonna say why does the why does the jedi need to end as it's as he says in the trailer so there's all these questions that that are planted but then he then hands it they're like okay well we're gonna leave these open and then the next director will come and answer those questions for you well ryan johnson he was obviously not interested in any of that he's like i don't care about that so i'm gonna give something away here you know in in Ray trying to find out who her parents were or why they abandoned her. In this movie, anyway, you find out her parents are nobodies. Oh, they're nobodies. And then Kylo's even telling her, like, go on, say it. Go on. You know you know the answer. Yeah, they're nobodies. They were just filthy junk tr- junk traders. Traded you for <laughs> drinking money or whatever. He's like such a dick, but it's funny. He's the best part yeah, of the movie. He really is the best part of this movie. Um But anyway, he he was so not interested in this mythology ryan johnson like he wanted to just kind of flip it on its head to the point where he makes it to where the uh luke is saying you know the jedis the jedis were um arrogant and it was hubris to think that we were the only ones that could control the force and we're the only ones that mattered like to say that when the if the jedi die that the force dies that's that's hubris that's arrogance that's vanity vanity. right so he's basically saying anybody anybody can be a quote-unquote Jedi or can be one with a force. That's why you're special because you're not 
from any kind of lineage. You're not, you don't have, <laughs> they don't mention midi chlorians, thank God, but <laughs> you don't have midi chlorians, maybe, or, you know, this isn't, you weren't born uh, like Jesus, like Anakin Skywalker, who didn't have any parents or whatever, or didn't have a father. Um, you can be anybody. And they go really go into this when they, they show those little kids, they're like slave children yeah. on that, on that, that rich people planet. Um, you can tell that he was trying to set this up as, this is going to be the rebellion. These these people that are quote unquote nobodies, anybody can be a rebel. Anybody can use the force mm-hmm. if they want to, if they if they practice and if they are you know are open to that. So that's what he was trying to set up. He was trying to like destroy this belief of you have to come from this special lineage. <laughs> well, that's all going to change again when the, in the next movie. But we we'll go into that when we when we talk about it. Um, not the next movie, but the next, you know, volume, uh, episode nine, because the next movie is actually Solo, <laughs> mm. which is the Han Solo prequel. Um, but anyway, and you can really tell that even with Kylo Ren telling her, he's saying like, "You're still holding on." Like he's he gets mad because because yeah. Ray is like, "No, you're evil. I'm good. Come to the good to the, the light side." And Kylo Ren's like, "Forget all that. Who cares about this?" Like it's time for he he literally says it's time to let the Jedi's die, the Sith, the Empire, like let all of that stuff die and let's create something new. It's almost like Ryan Johnson speaking to the audience and saying, "Look, I know y'all love the old Star Wars, but that stuff's done. Like that's already been done. Let's try to tell a new story yeah. here." And um, so he tried, but the fans rejected it like they're like nope that's not what we want we want our old star wars back we want everything the same even though we're going to complain about it being the same that's the funny thing about these movies is that if you go with the same stuff like they did with force awakens some of the fans were like yes this is what i wanted and then they're like wait no this is the same thing as the original star wars boo you know try something different so then ryan johnson comes along is like all right i'll try something different and he does this movie and the fans are like, what is this crap? This isn't the Star Wars I grew up with. You ruined my childhood. You raped my childhood. Oh, you know, that's how th- these people are so dramatic, right? Um, so it's like you can't please every- you can't please anybody because you're either going to have those people that want the same stuff. They want the same. It's like, you know, if I'm buying an ACDC album, I want to hear an ACDC album. I don't want to hear them trying like <laughs> classical, you know, instruments and stuff. I want to hear the same stuff I always hear from these guys. Same thing here. They They don't want their star wars formula to change uh or but they say they do but they really don't um i'm not saying that makes it a great movie but i appreciate that he was trying to do something different i guess yeah like that didn't bother me i mean i didn't that i wasn't mad at that at all i just thought the movie itself was boring exactly and and that brings me to my my next point um there's some people that defend it and saying oh people didn't like it because they were trying something different i'm like no i didn't not like it because of that i just didn't think it worked it, it just was it was overly long all right it's two and a half two and a half hours long oh, yeah. like you get to one point where i thought oh the movie's almost over and then i was like oh no i forgot there's this whole other sequence on that salt planet or whatever that we ha- are still gonna have to watch um too much movie um not creative enough and then when you rewatch it you realize everything none of n- nothing in the movie matters like everything that happens n- it doesn't push the story forward. Like you just, it's just the rebels losing is basically all it is. They're failing at everything they do. 
uh and poe dameron's acting like a jerk like it's just weird it's like every time oh all of his commanders are women so it's it's leia first and then leia something happens to leia where she's like out of commission for a while um and then it's uh laura dern's character but every time his he has a, a female commander he just like disobeys them so yeah. i don't know i was like is that a commentary on like how men don't like to take orders from women or what because <laughs> he's just like he's like yeah you don't know what you're talking about i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do and of course every time he does he fails um and we got to mention also that carrie fisher died before this movie was released um so there's a scene i remember there was a scene that happens about midway through the movie and it was really sad everyone was like crying because you think this is gonna be like the goodbye to Carrie Fisher, to Leia's character. And then it's not. And you're like, oh, that was weird. That would have been, no offense, that would have been a perfect way to like send off this character. Do you know? remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, but then it's not. And then she comes back and you're like, oh, that was, hmm, I don't know if that was the best choice. All of a sudden, it's a very famous scene because <laughs> – she looks like Mary Poppins and not in a good way. Like you're like, it, you, you remember that movie and you're like, that's pretty silly. Anyway. Um, I feel like I've talked a lot about this movie, but it's, I appreciate it more now than when I did when we first saw it. I got to say when we first saw it in the theaters, I hated this movie. I was just like, wow, what a piece of crap. <laughs> um, but now Especially knowing how the next movie is going to be, the episode nine, I appreciate it more. Like, I think it was, I wish, I, I appreciate that he was trying to do something different. I don't think he succeeded in doing so. I think he did make it kind of boring and kind of like, it was kind of pointless. Um, but that being said, I do feel really bad about the way, um, is it Kelly Marie Tran? I think it's her name. The one that plays Rose. She was treated very poorly by like the fan base. She was, she, she was the victim of like racist and sexist comments just because they didn't like this, that she was this Asian woman character that they, that they introduced and they made her like a hero character. Um, it's this whole culture war about like what culture versus like, Ooh, political correctness. People just, are ugly for just to be ugly. And so she got a lot of shit for this movie. And I, if, if you're going to criticize the character, criticize the character just because you don't like the character and not because of her race or because of her gender or whatever. But, um, yeah, it just, it, it, this movie really brought out like the ugliness of the, 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 not just star Wars fandom, but just like nerd fandom in general. There's those certain people that are just toxic and they just want to be dicks. They're just racist. I remember when the the trailer for um, Force Awakens came out and people were pissed off that there was a black stormtrooper. Why is there a black stormtrooper? I mean, it's like, why not? Why does it have to be white? From the very beginning, Star Wars has been about different, you know, nationalities. It doesn't, it's not even about that. They're just, they just happen to be played by actors that are of different nationalities. Um, they don't ever mention race. If anything, it's alien, different aliens. But, um, for some reason that really pissed people off i was like god people have the weirdest hang-ups i tell That's you so, crazy. <laughs> so anyway that people got pissed off because they thought that you know oh they're trying to be woke anyway um all that being said i just because i disagree with those people doesn't mean this is a great movie it's not it's 
it's a this this new trilogy has a lot of problems and most of it stems from the fact again that they were making it up as a, a, they go they went along like if anybody knows anything about like if you ever tried doing that like oh i'm just gonna do this speech and i'm gonna wing it that's usually a bad idea unless you're like really gifted uh unless you're like a dave Chappelle who can just like make it up <laughs> on the spot it's uh it's not as easy as it sounds so if you're just gonna like say yeah we're gonna make this first movie and then next director you or next screenwriter or whatever you take what we've written and you go ahead and keep going it's like improv um that didn't really work for this trilogy and i think that's why so many people have so many problems with it because they didn't really have um um a set a set set of rules like even like i just said that ray comes from nobody yeah we'll see if that follows through in the next in volume nine or episode nine i keep saying volume anyway so I would definitely agree with Sam in that this is not these three movies are not essential Star Wars movies, um, and as much as I hate the prequels, I would say at least if you're gonna watch a set of Star Wars movies, watch the original trilogy, and then I guess you can watch the prequel trilogy if you want. It's optional. This one purely, it's purely a cash grab. I mean, I I I. I I enjoy them on their own level, but there's nothing in these movies that adds anything to the story, to the overall arc, overarching, overarching uh, Skywalker saga, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, and then that leads us to our next movie, which is going to be Solo, which is a movie I don't think anybody asked for. Let's do a Han Solo um, origin story, um, I guess. But after the reaction to this movie that han solo movie did really poorly like people were just up they're like i'm done <laughs> i'm done with star wars uh for for a little bit anyway i mean i think it was the lowest um what do you call it like box office revenue that han solo movie but we'll get to that when we, we get to it i honestly don't even remember anything about it except that he's young um and we get this really crappy reason for why his name is solo but anyway um i digress so i would say not i wouldn't recommend this movie unless you've already seen the force awakens in which point you're gonna have to just kind of you want to see how the story ends and get to watch this one but if you haven't even watched force awakens just drop it drop this one and the previous one and the one after it because it's not it's not necessary at all no unless you want to give disney more money i mean i'm sure they'll be happy to take it from you <laughs> it's on disney plus so um i guess that wraps it up for the last jedi uh, next movie will be solo and then finally we'll end it with uh the rise of skywalker i'm sure you'll be very happy about ending this star wars <laughs> saga but um yeah i guess that wraps it up and if you want to do our little plug yeah follow us on instagram at third row from the front and let us know what movies you want us to watch or review exactly and sorry i said the f word in this review it's just i really hate racists <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for listening to us and uh catch us next time on third row from the front Bye. Bye.